With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the Second Amendment Foundation Studio, powered by Beretta, this is the American Gun Show, informing and educating the people of this great nation. Now for your host and defender of your rights, Jason Reeve. And welcome into the Second Amendment Foundation Studios right here in North Jetson, Indiana, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Jason Reeve, your host, welcome into the American Gun Show, powered by Beretta on the Freedom 515 microphone. How the heck is everyone doing this evening? So glad that you could be with us if you're joining us on Spreaker.com or YouTube on the live stream. Welcome into the show. I'm glad to see uh, everybody's here. And we're going to talk a lot today about some of the new gun controls that are being uh, pushed. And uh, also, you know, is it really rude to ask if somebody owns a firearm? We're going to get into all of that. But first, I want to start out the show by saying uh, I, I, my heart and my heart is broken tonight um, after learning that the second officer in that deadly shooting in New York, uh, he passed away. Uh, I believe it was yesterday. Uh, his second officer's name was Wilbert Moore. Uh, he was in critical condition after that attack, and uh, he has uh, passed away and uh, moved on to uh, Ahala with his partner Jason Rivera's. A very despicable attack, uh, of course. Uh, any attack on a police officer is uh, absolutely uh, just horrific. Uh, the shooting suspect, uh, his name is McNeil. He's 47 years old. He opened fire on Rivera and Moore as they approached him in a long hallway. Uh, McNeil then tried to escape and then was shot. He is still in critical condition. Uh, according to Fox News, McNeil was on probation for a 2003 felony nar narcotics conviction in New York City. And at Eric Adams, the new mayor of New York, is apparently taking a page out of 
Lori Lightfoot's uh, playbook and is calling for more gun control. Right after uh, the incident happened, uh, Eric Adams responded by saying in, in a tweet, quote, there are no gun manufacturers in our city. How are we removing thousands of guns from our streets and somehow they still find their way into the hands of killers? We need Washington to act now to stop the flow of weapons into our city. Adams, in a second tweet, tweeted out, quote, We are all witness to gun violence, to these murders, to the failures of leaders who have allowed these killers to get a hold of a gun. Folks, uh, New York has some of the most strict gun control laws in the nation. Uh, some of their uh, gun controls include uh, universal background checks, a high-capacity magazine ban, a ban on so-called assault weapons, a permit required to purchase a handgun, red flag law, gun storage requirements, ghost gun regulations, and the prohibition against anyone possessing a firearm who is a criminal, who is a felon, amongst other controls. And yet, here we have, again, another story that I'm reporting on where a criminal was able to get his hands on a gun. And let me ask you this question. New York has all these gun controls in place, and yet still, even though all these gun controls are in place, a criminal was still able to get his hands on a dangerous weapon. It's because gun control is not going to stop criminals from getting guns. I don't know how many times we have to explain this. I don't know how many times we have to go, go down this aisle, but as much as the gun prohibition lobby... Uh, as much as they continue to push for gun control, we are going to have to go down this road. And as much as I hate that, it's it's unfortunately, it's what we have to do. New York Mayor Eric Adams is taking a page out of Lori Lightfoot, in my opinion. And that page is that they are going to uh, go ahead and uh, blame other states for their problem with crime in the city and their problem with violent crime, to be completely honest with you. But the facts are the facts, and I know the facts are not what Eric Adams wants to uh, talk about. Uh, interestingly enough, Every Town for Gun Safety, which is Michael Bloomberg's affiliated gun control group, has New York ranked number three in the nation for its gun law strength. So for all the gun laws that are in place in the state of New York, yet this guy was still able to get his hands on a firearm. Do you guys think he went through a background check? Do you think he went to an FFL and purchased the gun legally? Of course he didn't. You guys are all smart enough to know that. You're all smart enough to know that they, they are not doing that. Once again, oh, well, we need more gun control. You have all this gun control in New York, and yet it didn't stop this. For some reason, they think that if they ban guns outright, evil's just going to go away. Evil's not going to go away. Evil's going to find another way to project its evil on the innocent. Folks, I was a correctional officer for six months. Hated the job, worked with violent criminals every day. Well, the thing is about it is that these people are so resourceful. Criminals are extremely resourceful people they will find a way to get what they need. And why do I say that, okay? 
everybody knows drugs are illegal in, in prisons. You can't have drugs in prison. And yet, for some reason, criminals were still getting drugs, even though, even though there were no visitations due to COVID. No visitations whatsoever due to COVID-19. And yet, they were still getting drugs. You apply that same logic to the fact that these criminals are getting guns. Knowing they're not, they can't have guns. Knowing, knowing that full well. And yet, for some reason, they still get guns. Do you think they really obey the law? Do you think if just one more gun control is going to stop these people? Of course it's not going to. Of course it's not going to stop these people from getting guns. They go to their gangbanger friends who have the guns and they steal guns and they will sell these guns to their Gangbanger criminal friends. Now, wait a second. How could that be? You, New York has universal background checks. Well, do you think in the clip, the criminal lair, they're going to each other and saying, hey, you know, uh, I want to go do this drive by shooting on this guy I don't like. You know, this rival, this rival gang member, yada, yada, yada. Right? You honestly think they went down to the gun shop and got a background check before they went and committed that crime? I mean, if you really do believe that, I, I mean, I have, I have to tell you, I can't help you in, in that in that in, uh, instant. Because the fact of the matter is, it's it's literally crazy that people honestly think one more law is going to fix this. And one more, one more law is not going to fix it. Criminals don't obey the law, so we're just going to make more laws. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, don't it? it I, I'm telling you, it, it, it really blows my mind that there are people out here that actually think one more law will go ahead and stop this from happening. And it's not. Hello, Monty13. How you doing? This is something that, you know, um, something that it, it blows my mind. And law-abiding citizens are the ones that suffer here. We've seen an uptick this entire summer, or actually not this entire summer. We've seen an uptick this entire year of crime in this country. Crime is probably going to be one of the top issues moving into the midterm elections uh, coming up this November. But one of the reasons, one of the big reasons that we have this issue with crime is, you know, we have these strict gun control laws. Hey, Hannah, how you doing? Welcome into the show. Good to see you. Uh, we have these strict gun control laws where law-abiding citizens aren't allowed to defend themselves. We have these DAs that are not prosecuting criminals. Uh, and you have these bail reforms that are letting violent people out with no bail. Like literally they commit a crime and hours later they're walking the streets. We've seen this all summer long. We've talked about this all summer long that we've had uh, 16 American cities that broke homicide records this year? That's insane. And a lot of these places, those top 16 cities were all Democrat run, all Democrat control, and they had some pretty strict gun control in the majority of them. Gun control is not going to stop the uptick in violent crime. Not when we're seeing things on the news, in, in uh, the media, on social media, where you see people getting shoved in front of subway trains, 
uh, people getting beaten up for wearing a hat or whatever the case may be, we're seeing a severe uptick in crime. Yeah, I know the excuses are over overcrowded jails, let petty offenders out on house arrests and lock up the violent ones. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. You know, the petty offenders, there were people that were thrown in jail that shouldn't have been in jail, you know, serving some sentences that were absolutely ridiculous. And violent criminals definitely do belong there. But it's just so unfortunate that we're seeing these violent criminals that are being let out on the streets. And what do they do? They reoffend. I don't know how many times I reported this year of a violent criminal who was let loose on no bail or in a state that had bail reform. And they were out and reoffended within a day of being released. Some of them reoffended within hours of being let out. And yet, you know, you, you hear people like Rashida Tlaib and her outlandish claims that we should just let everybody out of prison. What? The, what? What? The county used to work for, uh, Hannah says, the county she used to work for let people out on house arrest for armed robbery and potential murder suspects not tried yet. Yeah, well, you have that going on in Chicago. There was that report that uh, we talked about not too long ago where they were letting, they, they had people who were on trial for murder, who were not on trial, but were uh, being charged with murder. They were sitting at home on house arrest. And I'm sitting here going, what? How does that make sense? It, it, it's insane. Folks, th this whole idea that more gun control is going to stop gun violence is not going to happen. That's like the, you know, we need to get back to broken windows policing. We need to take the fight back to have the ability to defend yourself. You know, thank God. I'll tell you this right now. Thank God I live in a state that allows me to defend myself. Unfortunately, there's states like California, Illinois, and New York who believe that you having a, fi a firearm is going to allow you or, or that makes you a potential domestic terrorist or whatever they want to call you these days. I get called so many things anymore. I, I can't even keep up with them. And Hannah, you're absolutely right. Criminals don't follow the law. I've always said when people go and propose these gun control laws, put it through the criminal test. Do you think the criminal is going to be sitting there at home going, hmm, you know what? Uh, I got to get a background check on you before you go do that drive off. No, it doesn't happen that way. And people who believe it happens that way, I got to tell you, you're sorry. It's happen. It won't happen. All right, folks, we're going to step away for a quick time out. We will be right back after this. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Looking for a new firearm, but don't know where to start? Well, look no further than Taurus. Taurus has a variety of firearms from revolvers to semi-automatics. These firearms include 
the Defender 856, the G2C, the all-new G3, and the TX-22 2019's Guns and Ammo Handgun of the Year. Taurus firearms are reliable and reasonably priced. Go to TaurusUSA.com to browse their selection of firearms. Taurus Firearms, designed to protect. The Second Amendment Foundation is one of the most important gun rights organizations winning lawsuits at the state and local level. But we need your help. Join or donate at saf.org and help us win back your gun rights. The Freedom 515 movement is an opportunity for Americans to stand together for our constitutional rights, freedom, and civil liberties. We will no longer accept a government that does not work for the people, and we will not accept a media agenda aimed at dividing this country. The time to take a stand in solidarity with your fellow patriots is now. Join us. This peaceful movement is a transpartisan one. As long as you agree that we need and deserve better from our representatives and our government, you have a home here. Visit www.freedom515.com to sign up for email notifications or to join. That website is freedom515.com. This segment of the American Gun Show is brought to you by Freedom 515. Join or donate at freedom515.com. Welcome back to the show.
situation. Well, I'll tell you what the options may be. They want them. They they want them at this point, and they've said this. They want Senate and filibuster so they can advance gun control. And when you have senators like Kristen Cinema and uh, Joe Manchin who will not blow up the, they're they're not going to blow up uh, the filibuster. Well, by doing that, they're not going to be able to advance any gun control legislation on the 50-50 split that they have. And that's something that angers gun control advocates because gun control advocates want them in the filibuster so they can pass gun control. But here's the problem with that. The problem with that is at some point in time, and this is apparently what anti-gun people don't understand, at some point in time, the Republicans are going to be in power. You're going to have a all-Republican uh, Senate, House of Representatives, and President. I mean, it wasn't too recently, uh, 2016 to 2018, we had a Republican majority in all three branches of government. Well, not three branches of government, but all three branches of the legislation, Congress, you had the House, you had the Senate, and you had the presidency. Again, they didn't have a 60-vote a supermajority in the Senate to advance any bills, but the fact of the matter is, if you in the filibuster, right then and there, the Republicans could have did anything they wanted. They could have passed national reciprocity without the Senate being able to, to block it. They didn't learn this lesson. Now, remember, folks, I've told you this before. They obviously did not learn this lesson back in the day when uh, that Harry Reid was the Senate Majority Leader, and they did away with the uh, filibuster-proof vote for judicial nominations. So all you need is a simple 51 majority to confirm a Supreme Court justice or uh, judges that are being nominated to the federal courts. This is what the filibuster, this is what happened when the filibuster was taken away from them. Basically, if the majority of Republicans like this guy, they can uh, confirm him. If the majority of Democrats like this guy, they can confirm him. That's why with the news like today with Stephen Breyer uh, stepping down, excuse me, uh, when Stephen Breyer decided he's going to retire, so, okay, cool, he's going to retire. We know that Biden's going to uh, Biden is going to nominate some activist ju judge. We know this. It's going to be a liberal judge. It's going to be an activist judge, like you see with Kagan and Sotomayor. Why am I not freaking out about it? I'll tell you why I'm not freaking out about it. Because number one, Stephen Breyer was already one of the liberals on the court, so you're not get, the Democrats are not gaining anything. It's still going to be a six three five four majority, whether you look at it. Secondly, elections have consequences. With the Senate being at a 50-50 split, Chuck Schumer can ram this nomination through, and all they need is the 50 Democratic senators and Kamala Harris, or you just need one Republican to come over to the side of the Democrats on this nomination, and they are confirmed to the Supreme Court. This is kind of what happens, folks, when you don't get out and vote. This is why elections have consequences for that simple fact. And that simple fact is showing it's coming back to bite uh, the uh, or it's playing in favor of the Democrats right now. But remember, it's been clear in the rear end during the Trump administration when he got to nominate three Supreme Court justices, Neil Gorsuch, Brad Kavanaugh and Amy Coney Barrett. And remember, the Democrats cried foul on that. 
And and believe me, and, and, and I'm going to be completely honest with you on this one, folks. If any of you out there attempt to pull this, it's an election year. Don't even bother doing it because don't even bother doing it because the fact of the matter is uh, Mitch McConnell blew that up when they nominated Amy Coney Barrett. And besides, when Merritt Garland was nominated to the Supreme Court, the Republicans controlled the Senate. So the Republicans could decide what goes on the floor, what doesn't, confirmation hearings, all that stuff. So it's changed now. The Democrats are in control. And that's all fine and dandy. Elections have consequences. If you people were so worried about this, then you should have been out. You should have got out and voted. And if you didn't vote, that's this is what it is. And for you people that are going to write me and say, you know, election fraud and all this other stuff, just no, just don't even type it to me because I'm not even going to respond to that. I'm just going to kind of look at you and be like, eh, whatever. Back to the matter is simple. If you want things to go your way, you need to vote. You need to get out and vote because this is exactly why elections have consequences. All right, folks, we are going to step away for time out. We'll be right back after this. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello folks, Jason Reeve here. As a veteran, I thought I knew a lot about guns until I joined the USCCA. I then realized how much I didn't know about guns or concealed carry. The training I got from the USCCA not only helped my marksmanship, but also my decision making and my confidence. If you are in need of this life-saving training, it's simple. All you have to do is go to uscca.com to begin your path to becoming a responsibly armed American. The Freedom 515 movement is an opportunity for Americans to stand together for our constitutional rights, freedom, and civil liberties. We will no longer accept a government that does not work for the people, and we will not accept a media agenda aimed at dividing this country. The time to take a stand in solidarity with your fellow patriots is now. Join us. This peaceful movement is a transpartisan one. As long as you agree that we need and deserve better from our representatives and our government, you have a home here. Visit www.freedom515.com to sign up for email notifications or to join. That website is freedom515.com.
Are you looking to protect yourself? Having a gun, ammo, and supplies is great. However, you also need to protect yourself. That's where Safe Life Defense Body Armor comes in. Safe Life has all types of concealable multi-threat body armor from soft uniform, first responder, and tactical multi-threat body armor. They even have enhanced armor for spike and stab protection up to 36 joules and taser protection. Warranties include a 5 year for ballistic panels and 2 years for plate carriers. With these uncertain times, why not have protection for yourself? Visit safelifedefense.com to view their selections. A big part of the concealed carry lifestyle is carrying your firearm at all times. This can be difficult if you don't have the right holster. I've tried many holsters with minimum success. Then I tried the cloak tuck, an inside the waistband holster made by Alien Gear Holsters. They also make the Shapes Shift Holster Series, have lifetime warranties, and are made right here in the USA. Visit AlienGearHolsters.com to browse their selections and find the best holster for your lifestyle. This segment of the American Gun Show is brought to you by the United States Concealed Carry Association. Visit uscca.com to begin your path to becoming a responsibly armed American. All right, folks, welcome back to the show. And The Economist was out with a very interesting article uh, about the diversity of gun ownership these days. Uh, according to The Economist, a study by Northeastern University shows that the millions of first-time gun buyers between January of 2019 and April of 2021, half of them were female, a fifth of them were black, and a fifth of them were Hispanic. Now, The Economist notes that the share of black adults who joined the gun-owning ranks grew by 5.3% which was more than twice that of white adults. That's very, very interesting. Uh, gun ownership is changing in, in this country. I, th I think we can, uh, we can all agree with that. Uh, gun ownership uh, changes, thus The Economist has observed that people who own guns are more politically active around gun issues than non-gun owners themselves. That's something else that's uh, very interesting. So with that being said, a drop in gun control support at this point in American history is altogether surprising. You see, on November uh, 17, 2021, Breitbart News pointed out to Gallup finding that support for stricter gun control was at its lowest point since 2014. Gallup's findings are in line with the economist's opinion that the growing diversification of gun owners is bad for gun control advocates. Well, why is it bad for gun control advocates? Well, the big reason why it's bad for gun control advocates is the fact that gun control advocates are also the ones that are out there pushing the agenda and the lie that gun owners are all a bunch of uh, radical uh, white men. 
There are all these radical white men, and they are the reason that we have this issue with white supremacy in this country. And that couldn't be further from the truth. Folks, I have been to NRA annual meetings. I have been to gun shows. I've been to the USCCA Concealed Carry Expo. And I don't see just white people there. I've seen hundreds, if not thousands of black people at the NRA annual meeting. I saw thousands of Hispanics and I saw hundreds of Asians. The fact of the matter is, is that the Second Amendment is not for just white people like gun control advocates like to point out. It's not. The Second Amendment is for everybody. And believe me when I say this, folks, I don't give a crap what skin color you are. I don't care what your sexual orientation is. I don't care about any of that stuff. You have a right as an American citizen to own a firearm for your self-protection and your family's protection, period. I don't care what color skin you are or what religion, whatever. I don't care about any of that. The only people that ever seem to care about it are people like the gun control advocate. Yeah. Oh, it's a bunch of white men that are going by this, yada, yada, yada. No, it's not. We're actually seeing this uptick in purchasing of firearms. When the George Floyd riots broke out uh, in 2020, the police were told to stand down. Now imagine living in those communities. Now imagine living in some of those communities where you have just heard that the police has been told to stand down. You're on your own at that point. You're, you are literally on your own. How safe do you feel when you got a mob of angry, violent people outside your home? That's why people have been buying guns at record numbers. And we're not just seeing that across the white perspective. We're seeing that across uh, the African-American community, the Hispanic community, and the Asian community. We are seeing that. Folks, we have seen people, uh, we have seen uh, people from the LGBTQ community that are buying guns. I did a class not too long ago before winter really sat in, and I offered 30% off to anybody in the LGBTQ community that wanted firearms training, that were new gun owners and they wanted training. You want to know how quickly that class filled up? That class was filled up within the hour of me posting it. That's how quickly it filled up. And you know what? I think it's great. I don't care if you're, you know, if you're, gay or lesbian or transgender, you have a right as a human as a human being to defend yourself. And gosh darn it, I'll I'll defend that to the day I die. It's this whole lie that, that gets me that and it's you know it's not even a lie that gets me that fired up. It's the way people hear this and they continue the lie. You know, I, when I was down at the NRA annual meeting, uh, I seen a lot of black people there. I had people on Twitter saying, there's not any black people at the NRA annual meeting. I'm, I'm sitting there like, really? Because I'm standing in the middle of the convention floor and I can, I can literally start taking pictures of all the black people that are here. Like, you know, I mean, it's such an ignorant statement to make 
and you don't even know what's going on. We are seeing an increase in in diversity in the gun community. And you know what? That's great because I can tell you this right now, being a Second Amendment advocate myself, we are welcoming to everybody. We are welcoming to everybody who wants to protect themselves and their families. There's nothing wrong with that. We don't look at people and think, oh, well, you know, this is only, you know, this is like your, your elitist country club people. No, we welcome everybody. We want everybody in. That's what makes, to be honest with you, that's what makes one of the Second Amendment communities one of the best communities to be in because it is a very diverse community. I've talked with several people uh, from different backgrounds who I've talked to people who have immigrated here from Great Britain and Australia that are American citizens going, guys, don't let the government do to you what they did to us. It's a very diverse group. And this is going to hurt the gun control advocates because the gun control advocates want to want to do what AOC does all the time and play the race card. Well, guess what? That's not going to work anymore. If you really want my honest opinion, the debate on gun control is dead. It's over because we saw what happened during the 2020 riots when law, uh, mayors all across this country were telling Keep the police to stand down. You left these Amer- you left these American citizens who had done nothing wrong to fend for themselves. And guess what? Now you've pulled out the police. Keep in mind, folks, this is how hypocritical gun control advocates can be. When George Floyd was killed, they were all screaming that police violence is gun violence. I can pull up the tweet. I can post. I, I can post the tweets on my social media where it showed that these politicians and everybody were telling their associates that that, that stand down, just, just let it happen. You're violent. You're violent because you're a police. But then these are the same people who say, "Well, only the police should be allowed to have guns." Well, if you're pushing the narrative that the police are racist and the police uh, target black people, why wouldn't you want the black people to be armed? Why wouldn't you want that community to be armed against the uh, bad racist police? I said that from the get-go. Well, if you're that concerned about police brutality, why aren't you letting your citizens arm themselves? Because believe it or not, yes, you can defend yourself from the police. I don't recommend it, but you can defend yourself from the police. We saw that with the Andrew Coffee case. It, it's it, it literally it, it blows my mind. It literally blows my mind that these gun control advocates will say one thing and then they'll come and, and they just completely contradict themselves. Completely contradict themselves with this whole idea that you know, oh well, uh, cops are racist and blah blah blah, and they shouldn't. You know, they're harming the minority community. And then they turn around and say, well, only the police should be allowed to have guns. What? Please explain to me how that makes sense to anybody. How does that make sense to any single person? Because it doesn't make any sense to me. And I don't know. Maybe I'm just, maybe I just think about things a lot differently than other people do. But 
to me, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, well, if the cops are that bad, then African community, uh, the African American community should be armed to protect themselves against these uh, nasty and mean cops. But then again, you know, <laughs> well, what could I say? You know, this is just how ridiculous that uh, that gun control advocates are. It, it really is. It's it's crazy. I know. I know. All right, folks, we are going to take our last time out. Wow, hard to believe we're going to get ready to go into our fourth segment already. All right, folks, we're going to take a time out. We'll be right back after this. Hello, folks, Jason Reeve here. As a veteran, I thought I knew a lot about guns until I joined the USCCA. I then realized how much I didn't know about guns or concealed carry. The training I got from the USCCA not only helped my marksmanship, but also my decision-making and my confidence. If you are in need of this life-saving training, it's simple. All you have to do is go to uscca.com to begin your path to becoming a responsibly armed American. Are you looking for a versatile and unique face shield? Alpha Defense Gear has you covered. Head on over to their website at alphadefensegear.com where you will find everything from face shields, arm sleeves, hats, and more. They even have gear for your dog, which I love because I like to spoil the official American gun mascot, Chloe. The SAF is the most important gun rights organization in existence. Don't believe me? They are responsible for 80% of gun rights cases making their way through the courts right now fighting to protect your right to keep and bear arms. Still don't believe me? Then head on over to saf.org where you can read about the current cases open right now. You can also join the fight or donate to the cause. Protecting your rights, one lawsuit at a time. Visit saf.org today. Are you looking for an iconic firearm to add to your collection? Well, look no further than Beretta Firearms. Beretta is the oldest firearms manufacturer in the world, supplying firearms as far back as 1650. In fact, the Beretta 92FS was the primary sidearm for the U.S. Armed Forces. Beretta has all types of handguns, rifles, and shotguns to fit your needs, whether it be home defense or concealed carry. Handgun options include the 92, PX4 Storm, and the new APX series. Beretta is known for reliability and effectiveness. That's why so many military and law enforcement have relied on Beretta. Visit Beretta.com to view their selections. Beretta, win the fight. of the American Gun Show is brought to you by the Second Amendment Foundation. Join or donate at saf.org. Now back to the defender of your gun rights, Jason Reed. All right, everybody, welcome back into the show. And before we get into our final segment, I want to say thank you very much to our partners and our sponsors here on the show, Beretta Firearms, of course. Uh, Beretta, I, I got to tell you guys a little story about Beretta the other day. 
uh, I have been in the market to buying the PX4 Storm. And I got to tell you, just looking at it through the glass, it looked like it's a pretty heavy gun. And I got to tell you, for a full-size 9mm, that gun was really, really light. And uh, now I'm, I'm having to try to convince my wife uh, to let me buy the gun. So, uh, you know, wish me luck on that one, guys. Um, <laughs> that, that could be a problem. So uh, Beretta Firearms, you know, check them out at BerettaUSA.com. They got all different kinds of firearms that are for you, um, for your every need, whether it be home defense, concealed carry, they got you covered. Also, uh, the Second Amendment Foundation, of course, we wouldn't be where we are without the Second Amendment Foundation. Alan Gottlieb is the tip of the spear. So if you guys are looking to protect your rights, please donate to the Second Amendment Foundation. They are responsible for 80% of the cases making their way through the courts right now. They could use your help. We don't have a billionaire backing us like every time for gun safety. So the SAF is the tip of the spear. Please join or donate a life membership. I got my life membership right here, folks, right over my right, right shoulder. $150, and you're a lifetime member of the SAF, of the Second Amendment Foundation. I've got my life membership right here. Uh, I also want to thank um, Freedom 515, their founder, Aaron. Freedom 515 has been a great group that I have gotten an opportunity to work with and be a part of. Uh, we are going to make some plans to bring Aaron back to the show because uh, Aaron is just uh, working tirelessly to uh, make this country better. And it starts small and always uh, grows into a, a just a big movement. So I want to thank the people at uh, Freedom 515. And of course, this golden microphone right here is the Freedom 515 microphone. Um, so please check them out. You can donate at Freedom 515. All right, folks, we, now we know parents. We want our children to be safe, right? I totally get, understand that. I'm a parent myself. I want my children to be safe. If your kid's going to be uh, going over to somebody's house um, and don't know their parents particularly well, are you going to have questions? Well, of course you will. I mean, you should. One common concern among some is whether there are guns in the house. Now, while I can take issue with that concern right off the rip, I'm not going to. And the reason I'm not going to is because there are irresponsible gun owners that leave their firearms just laying around, and a curious kid could pick them up even if it's not their kid doing so. People can still get hurt. So, yeah, I've there's a concern there. But a lot of people think this is really good advice. This is what today's parents uh, or had. They had a person on named Kate Bear. This is what she said, quote, do you have a gun in your home? It's not an easy question to ask. And some parents may have difficulty bringing up the topic before a sleepover or play date. But it's something every parent has the right to know. And the answer may save my child's life. Pennsylvania mom Kate Bayer told Today Paris that gun violence is a topic she can't let go. The best-selling author said the, Sandy, said the shooting at the Sandy Hook Elementary School is never far from her mind, but it's something she rarely discusses. Now, Bayer, a mom of four, told Today that Moms Demand Action founder Shannon Watts after Sandy Hook has been a tremendous help for people like her, uh, her who really who needs something to do with their grief. One of the things they talked about is having conversations before playdates 
about if these are guns in the house? And if so, making sure they are stored safely. Yeah, it's kind of awkward, but it's a pretty, a pretty easily action step. Parental parody expert Joe Foster, formerly of the television series Super Nandy, agreed. She said, quote, Americans have the right to bear arms in the Second Amendment, adding that the issue is not not a debate over personal views of gun ownership, and parents have the right to ask that question. End quote. They do have the right to ask that question. But maybe taking your cues on which question to ask from a group whose end game seems to be effectively ending the private gun ownership in this country isn't your best option. You see, when you talk to a whack job like Shannon Watts, she's going to tell you, oh, well, this is what you should do. And if, if they don't do it, then you should probably report them to the police. The reason I say that is because do you have a gun in your home is a rather personal question, especially in a day and age where a lot of people won't like to make it illegal, or especially in a day and age when a lot of people would like to make it illegal for anyone to have one. And when gun owners are being constantly stereotyped, asking a question is blunt, and more importantly, it's rude. You don't have a right to know whether or not I have a firearm or not. You have a right to know whether your child will be safe. That's where I kind of draw the line there. But you don't have a right to know whether I own a firearm or not. Rather than asking, it, someone if they have a gun, it might be better to say something like, I just want to make sure that anything dangerous like knives, guns, chemical agents are kept out of reach. Not only does that cover guns, but you also not actually at, you're not actually asking if they have one. You're covering a lot of bases there. That should also be covered. We're being honest because kids can hurt themselves on plenty of other things. Couples that, couples, coupling that with instructing your children what to do if they find a gun lying around the house is just as important. Folks, I don't leave my guns lying around the house. I don't, my guns are never, uh, they're either on my body or they're locked up. Plain and simple. That's just how I roll. And granted, I know, some people out there can't afford a $3,000 gun safe. I get it. But the thing is, you should also be instructing your child what to do with guns. My four-year-old knows. My four-year-old knows what a gun is, and he knows not to touch it. I have taught him that if he was to find a gun lying around the house, he is to come get mommy and daddy. And I put this to the test. I've literally put this to the test. I have taken a toy gun. You know, the, the ones with the orange tip, and I took the tip off, and I set it down on a table. I waited to see what my four-year-old would do. You know what my four-year-old did? Not only did he try to come find me, but he also attempted to keep his brother away from it, his three-year-old brother. So my four-year-old knows what a gun is and knows not to touch it, that he needs to come get mommy or dad. That's just as important. And here's the other thing that I'll be honest with you on, folks. Gunners aren't going to tell you that they own guns. One, because it's not none of their business, but it's uh, 
also concerns about people knowing what they have. See, in states that have red flag laws where you could be uh, have your guns confiscate, uh, confiscated without due process, um, you're not going to tell anybody you got guns because that same person could go to the police or judge and say, this person's crazy and he needs to have his guns taken away. And for those of you out there that think that doesn't happen, you're wrong because it does happen. We've reported on it here on the show. But asking a more broad question seems like that's the better answer than just coming flat out and saying, oh, do you have, do you have guns in your house? I know people like Shannon Watts think you should do things differently. But what else do you expect from the original Karen? Yeah, she is the original Karen. You know, what do you expect from Shannon Watts? Shannon Watts hates the right to keep and bear arms. She hates you as Americans. She hates anything that anything that she doesn't agree with. She hates. And she hates you because you're a gun owner. Not saying that hyperbole. This woman actually hates you. I have seen this woman in action. She lives here in my home state. I have gone, I have had conversations with this woman. And the conversations that I did have, I was blocked on social media almost instantaneously when I challenged her authority and when I challenged her beliefs. Yes, bottom line is, yes, parents do have the right to know if their child is going to be safe or not. But asking the direct question, do you have guns in the house? Yeah, that's a little bit of a stretch. All right, folks, that's going to do it for this edition of the American Gun Show. We will be back on Saturday for the Saturday Night Live two-hour show. Until then, take care of one another. Stay safe and remember, it's our rights. Our fight.